came across a cartoon that showed a congregation leaving church one Easter morning. And one man said to the preacher, You're in a rut. Every time I come to church, you're preaching on the resurrection. (laughs) Well, there's no greater theme in the Bible than Jesus Christ being resurrected from the grave. In fact, it is the foundational theme of the Christian faith. It's the one fact that sets Christianity apart from every other religion. The Apostle Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 14, If Christ has not been raised, our preaching is useless, and so is your faith. And then he says down in verse 20, But Christ has indeed been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have been fallen asleep. For since death came through a man, the resurrection of the dead comes also through a man. For as in Adam all die, so in Christ all will be made alive. This is why we celebrate Easter each year. Jesus is alive and he lives today. One writer said this, If Easter is not true, then all things perish. Body, soul, hope, ambition, love, toil. Nothing matters but the thrills of this temporary existence. If Easter is true, then all our problems are solved one day. The strain and the sacrifice of this earthly life becomes worthwhile because eternal values are added. You know, I have a cousin, when I asked him what his thoughts are on God and religion, he said he's just trying to live as a good person. He's just trying to be a good person. He wanted to throw off the conversation altogether. But as I've contemplated that answer, it's really bothered me. Because you see, if all you're trying to do is be a good person in this life, it's meaningless. It doesn't matter. It's a waste of time. Why not live selfishly? Why do anything in this life in hopes that it might matter if we're all here by accident and there's no purpose or rhyme or reason for our existence? Then none of it matters. Because Jesus Christ lives, then we can put our hope in something other than the things of this world. How is it that a man named Jesus makes such a profound difference for thousands upon thousands, millions upon millions of lives? Many people first learned of Jesus through bedtime prayers and stories and songs like Jesus Loves Me or Jesus Loves All the Little Children of the World, at least in the past. That's how people learned about Jesus. I remember seeing Jesus in a storybook Bible with the long hair and the beard with children sitting on his lap. A writer named Philip Yancey, he wrote, I recalled the Sunday school image of Jesus as if he was someone like a Mr. Rogers. Most kids, including myself, would have felt very comfortable around Jesus. As I grew up, I heard people speak of a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. But as a young adult, questions began to arise. Who is this Jesus? And how would telling people to be nice get a man killed? What government would execute Mr. Rogers or Captain Kangaroo? Many of us would probably agree with Philip Yancey. We hear a lot about Jesus. We celebrate his birth at Christmas and his resurrection at Easter. But what does that all mean? Our understanding of Jesus gets a little mixed up sometimes. And it's hard to see through all the different messages that get communicated to us. Some say Jesus never lived. Others say Jesus was a liar and a leader of a mob rebellion. 
Others say that Jesus was just a crazy man and a lunatic. A French philosopher wrote, Jesus was a sentimental idealist. An American businessman said that Jesus was the world's greatest salesman. A Jewish writer said Jesus was clinically paranoid. But many millions through the ages have said Jesus is the Lord. Here's what the Bible says that Jesus is. The Bible says that Jesus is the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the light of the world, the bright and morning star, the Alpha and the Omega. But you know, to fully understand Easter, you first have to understand why Jesus came to earth. Theologian Paul Tillich said, There are three needs of modern man that no amount of technology can resolve and only the gospel of Christ can give. First, the need for cleansing from guilt. Second, the need for hope in death. And lastly, the need for purpose in life. Jesus Christ came to earth to meet these three needs. Christ alone gives us hope in death. I love what Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 15 verses 55 through 57. He says, Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Christ alone gives us the sense of purpose in life. John 10.10 says, The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. You no longer have to be trapped in a lifestyle you hate. You no longer have to be trapped in sin. You are free in Jesus Christ. Free to live life to the full. You see, the message of Easter is so simple. Yet in the midst of life, it can seem so mixed up. I love the story of Napoleon's defeat at Waterloo back in 1815. The French, under the command of Napoleon, were fighting the Allied forces and the British, Dutch, and the Germans under the command of Wellington. The people of England depended on a system of signals to find out how the battle was going, and one of these signals was in a tower at the Winchester Cathedral. And late in the day, the fog set in. They were barely able to see a signal that said, Wellington defeated. The news of the defeat quickly spread throughout the cities. And the whole countryside was sad to hear the news that their country had lost the war. But suddenly, as the fog lifted, the remainder of the message read, Wellington defeated the enemy. It took only a few minutes for the good news to spread. Sorrow was turned into joy. Defeat was turned into victory. So it was when Jesus was laid in the tomb. All the hopes of the disciples died when Jesus died. Their hopes had been defeated after seeing the crucifixion of Jesus. The fog of disappointment and misunderstanding had crept in, but they had only seen part of the message that day. On that Friday, as Jesus hung on the cross, a message read, Christ defeated. But later on the third day, as the fog lifted and the world received the complete message, Christ defeated the enemy. Defeat was turned into victory. Death was turned into life. And the wonder of his resurrection is that we no longer have to worry about death. The wonder of the resurrection is summed up like this. I know my Redeemer lives. I love the song by Nicole Mullins. 
In the song, she says, I know my Redeemer lives. He lives to take away my shame. And he lives forever. I'll proclaim the payment of my sin was the precious life he gave. But now he's alive and there's an empty grave. C.H. McIntosh wrote, There is power in the presence of a risen Savior to solve our difficulties, to remove our perplexities, calm our fears, ease our burdens, dry our tears, meet our every need, tranquilize our mind, and satisfy our craving of the heart. May we realize the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ in our lives as Easter approaches.